the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christine Nasasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and this is the prophetic voice of our time. We are in a season of power, a season of supernatural manifestations. Supernatural will be our normal if we dare to believe, if we dare to trust God, all right? So if you missed the previous broadcast, we are on podcast. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. And also, great news. We are now also in Spotify. So look us up. As well as YouTube, we will continue to expand our outreaches to every available means to bring about the word of the Lord. So it's exciting to be alive and it's exciting to be serving God and trusting God in our days. I shared with you last week about our mission trip to Kenya, Frankfurt, Germany, and Paris, France. When the Lord asked me to go on a mission trip, He always spread and conveyed His love towards His people. And my life personally changes every time. And his love for his people was very evident in Kenya. When he sends me to prophesy to a given nation, such as Germany and France, I am always overwhelmed on the mercy and the love of God towards his people. Every given nation has different spiritual atmosphere, challenges, strong men, and strongholds to bind and to pull down. In Germany, me and Joshua were sent there to prophesy to turn the economy around so that recession will end. You can sense from the atmosphere the concern of his people in Germany towards their future, towards their country, because of some bad political policies and actions taken by their leaders, some choices that are not right before the Lord. So they are praying also, and God heard the prayers of his people. In Paris, France, there are different challenges. So different prophecy from the Holy Spirit was released, and prayers were released. Different from Frankfurt. But nevertheless, it is the love of God, the motivation, and the purpose and plan is about his love towards his people and his tender mercies. It is the will of God to always protect and bless his people. I want you to understand that. 
we need and we must get him involved and give him the sovereignty in our lives, in our hearts. Once God can use Christians, he always do mighty things. And severe judgment, they are either stopped or lessened in their intensity, or they get postponed. So, same thing with our lives. I just want you to understand that. On our way there, our layover is Doha, Qatar. And probably many of you, if not all of you, knew that there is a conflict between the nations of Qatar, Israel, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt, that they broke their alliance with Qatar several years ago because of oil and some political upheavals, okay? There are a lot of big underlying reasons. But all of these countries, including Qatar, are allied with the United States of America. So the Lord chose that layover for me and Joshua so that we can pray for that alliance to be restored, for the blessings of these Middle Eastern countries, including Qatar, for their leadership's plan initiatives will line up with the Word of God. It is amazing. Just look at the mercy of God. He continues to work behind the scenes, just like God is working behind the scenes on your behalf. I want you to meditate on that. God is working behind the scenes, and He already provided a way when there seems to be no way. Trust Him on this. Call upon Him. If you need to repent, repent, but run towards God, okay? Because your situation and your conditions right now, they are temporary if they're bad. So give God a chance, the opportunity to work wonders on your behalf. And he will do so as long as you let him. He loves you, and he is such a merciful and loving God, okay? This is a season of power, and this is a season of supernatural manifestations, even in your life. And if you're listening today and you think that God is angry with you, that God is teaching you a lesson, that you lost your chances of blessings or to be used by God because you rebelled against him, because you prioritize your family and your loved ones first before God. He warned you about it for many, many years, but you did it anyway, and now you're suffering. So God is not teaching you a lesson, my dear brothers and sisters. Those are the harvest of the seeds of disobedience that you have planted. Just go before him and repent, and he will provide a way to reverse your situation, a way out, a way of deliverance, a way of redemption, a way of blessings, a way of restoration. Okay? He is the truth. And the way, and as long as you're still here on earth, breathing and alive, he wants to use you. He wants to express and demonstrate his love towards you. He wants to bless you. And yes, he's still in love with you. Consider this, uh, thus saith the Lord for yourself, okay? For you personally. Amen. For you who feel secure and content where you are right now because you've been blessed, allow God to bless you more 
so that you can help others in financing the preaching of the gospel all over the world. I kept on saying that when God blesses, it is always pressed down, shaken together, and running over. A more than enough blessing so that you and your loved ones not only live comfortably, and at the same time, you are called to finance the gospel. Every Christian on these last days must be proactive on what God is doing. It is the only way to live. Now, let me share with you a supernatural experience so that you will be encouraged, okay? That God will going to see you through. Since I already walked it and overcame, I can share it with you because I always say you can only give what you have. When I left for Kenya, I am not supposed to take a long flight. Now that it's over, I was suffering from high blood pressure, having headache, no energy. And at the beginning of this year, the Lord kept on reminding me and telling me to rest and get enough sleep, which was an issue for me because of the schedule that I keep. And just like this year, I had been to the Philippines twice, then, of course, went to Kenya, Frankfurt, and Paris. So I covered four countries, and I've held prophetic schools and leadership training here in San Antonio, among other things, plus, of course, this radio program. So I was not getting enough rest, and the Lord told me that at the beginning of the year. So by June or July, I was not feeling too good, and it was a struggle for me. So when I went to Kenya, I was already not feeling too good, but I know that God is powerful. He always has my back. He is powerful enough to sustain me. On the last uh, day of the Women Conference, because I put myself on a special diet, I ordered a salad and for lunch. I was not the one who blessed the food, because when I bless the food, I always say, sanctify it and remove any sickness and disease from it. Well, I didn't pray at that time, and I ate that salad, and man, I was sick. I cannot keep anything in my stomach, whether it's liquid, whether it's food, whatever, and I was running a high fever. And of course, my blood pressure shut up, and I cannot sleep. The fever is too high, and I was in a very bad situation. But every time I minister, nobody noticed, except the team on the last few days I shared with them. Of course, Joshua knew all along, but he didn't realize how serious it was. And I was not feeling well even on the night before we took our flight from Eldoret to Nairobi. I was still feeling sick. So I told the Lord, and since, since I cannot sleep anyway, might as well get rid of this from my stomach. And I kept on thanking God. And I was determined to see this through, that I am coming home. I'm not going to die there. I'm not going to get into a hospital there. I'm not going to do that. I was too stubborn and determined because I kept on telling God that will not bring glory. So sustain me. And the Holy Spirit told me to take care of my fever. So I know what to do. So I kept on drinking water and drinking water and drinking water until the fever broke early that morning, before our flight to Nairobi, Kenya. When we arrived in Nairobi, they were checking everyone's temperature. They will not allow you to enter Nairobi if you have a fever. 
because the yellow fever there is highly contagious. And God knew that I need to bring my temperature down. I need to get rid of that fever. And God knew, the Holy Spirit told me, take care and address that fever first and foremost, Christina. And I did. So I was allowed entrance to Nairobi. Because a lot of countries are flying through Eldoret from other African countries, wherein Ebola virus and yellow fever is there. And just like I said, it's highly contagious. So the Lord told me to address my fever so that I can get to Nairobi and get to France and Germany. And I was very thankful to the Lord about that. And everybody in the team were in awe because they knew it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knew everything. And I was still feeling sick when we took that flight to Frankfurt, Germany. But I just keep a watch over myself. I was weak, but we went on our schedule on what we're supposed to be doing there. So on the day that we took a train from Frankfurt to friends, I took a tumble in the escalator. And amazingly, I did not get hurt. I didn't have any scratch. God held my head so that I would not suffer any concussion. Nothing in my physical body is broken. Only my eyeglasses case. <laughs> it broke into two. Isn't that amazing? But God sustained me. So we made it to friends, and I'm still not feeling well. I'm still recovering. But this time, I start taking solid food, and my appetite is back, and the food is great in Paris. And I was able to take those long steps towards the Eiffel Tower summit, wherein me and Joshua released prophecies that God directed me towards friends, towards the entire nation, and we bless. On our way down, we went up over the escalator on the second platform. The Lord said that now you can take the steps, Christina, so that you can pray in the Spirit as you go down. You're talking about thousands of steps, okay? About 2,000 steps. With my condition and everything else, <laughs> and so it's like I was able to take that and still walk for about three miles on that day. Isn't that amazing? And I was able to carry out what God had entrusted to me. See, when God released a prophecy to you, it is always bigger than yourself. I want you to understand that. It is always bigger than yourself by your own abilities and by your own resources. And even your good name, you cannot do it without the empowerment from God. And you have to apply his ways of doing things. Do not lean in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's what the scripture says. And keep that in mind. With me, it is impossible to take those steps, even probably on the times that I'm strong, that I'm physically fit. But Joshua and I walk in Frankfurt, Germany for miles. And same thing in Paris. We were walking miles every day. So the Lord really have mercy on me. He empowered me and he empowered Joshua to take care of things. And once uh, we got home, Joshua had supernatural manifestations already. And I will let him share with you about his awesome, awesome testimony. 
and I'm still getting some testimonies from the other team and also in my own personal life. Because this is the season of power. The Lord had decided that this year, that starting this month, it is a season of power and supernatural manifestations. The one thing that you have to understand is you need to allow God to have the control, the lordship over all your actions, over your steps, over your decisions and choices in every areas of your life. You need to trust him. He loves you. He gave himself his life for you so that you didn't have to. And he, he sent the Holy Spirit to empower and to teach us and to guide us into all truth. We cannot go wrong and we cannot fail if we allow the Lord Jesus to direct us through the Holy Spirit. And it is amazing on what God is doing now. I never seen so much manifestations in such a short period of time. And these are not just little trickle blessings. And God's ways are so different. Just like Jesus set the example for all of us. When he discipled the 12 and then some, because we knew that there are 120 disciples in the upper room, men and women who got empowered by the Holy Spirit. Those are Jesus' disciples, okay? Not just the 12. Don't focus on the 12. You focus on the 120 because we are in that time now. And God showed them he doesn't have any system. He was led by the Holy Spirit. As soon as he got baptized by John at the Jordan River and got baptized by the Holy Spirit, he was led by the Holy Spirit up to the time that he spent 40 days and 40 nights with his disciples after he was resurrected from the dead. And he gave them instructions by the Holy Spirit. So he set the example. So if we are a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ, then we need to believe and we need to trust him. Example of this is a lot of times when God is telling you to do something or to give, it means to say he has a plan to bless you or he has a plan for you to have a seed that you can harvest on the right time. And let me tell you about this couple here in San Antonio. They were attending a different church several years ago, but the Lord touched them, both of them, husband and wife. The Lord touched them miraculously concerning their physical. And they only attend the prophetic gathering of the saints or if we have a prophetic school. So we see them probably once or twice. But they both have discernment and they both can hear from God. One time, there was a severe flooding in the Philippines several years ago. Hundreds and thousands of people perished. Sickness and diseases were rampant. And some people, they're starving because the relief is not getting through them. And that was a prophecy. I warned the leadership in that country for several years, okay? Not just one or two or three times, for several years. And the last time that I was there, that year when that flood came, I was very troubled in my spirit. And I told several pastors, you know, I see Metro Manila is covered with water and floodings is all over this region. I see sickness and disease that are cropping up. 
I was bothered by it. I said, please, and said, pray and intercede and repent for your country and for God's people. And I left, and I don't know whether those pastors prayed, and then they forgot all about it. After several weeks, here comes the flood. It's a regular monsoon season. The, the people there are used to that. It's just a heavy rain. Before you knew it, in a matter of minutes, a flooding in the city. And after a few hours, now the water was so high that rich or poor, their houses covered with water. So somebody who knew me and had been traveling with me for several years called me and said, Pastor Chris, could you please prophesy against this flooding? Could you please pray for us? Because there's a lot of people that are hurting and that are dying right now. So I went before the Lord and they asked me, can you please come? And said, the Lord used you to warn us for several years. Probably God will relent and God will listen to you. So could you please come? Well, when you come to such time as this, you have to bring relief effort. You should not be a part of the problem. They already have a lot of problems. So I went for a long drive and I was asking the Lord and said, Lord, do you want me to go? And if you want me to go, I need resources a big amount of resources to help. And I will go to the remote areas where the relief goods were not received. And I'm going to minister to your people. But I need a sign. And the Lord told me and said, check your mailbox. That is my answer for you. This couple that I told you about, the husband heard from God. And said, send $5,000 to Freedom Fellowship Church. The Lord did not specify what it is for. And just like I said, we only see them once or twice a year. So they send the $5,000 and I was like, oh, praise God. So there is a $5,000. And when I announced that we are going to help in the relief effort, the, the core team gathered together, and that relief effort, we were able to provide a one-week groceries, food, and supplies to 1,250 families. We were able to bless about 3,000 children. And on our last day of the relief effort, we gave everything that we got. All our Bibles were given away. Medicines, we don't have any leftover whatsoever because of the need. And I think we arrive at our hotel in Clark at about one o'clock in the morning. And I went into prayer. I was preparing to bed when the Lord told me and said, get down on your knees and intercede and pray for. And he named this couple, especially the husband. So I went and then I said, like, this is kind of strange because the Lord used to prophesy and pray for those that are there instead of the people that are in San Antonio. But unbeknownst to me, at that exact day and that exact time in San Antonio, this husband is having a massive stroke. And the Lord knew that. He instructed him to sow that 5,000 seed so that God can use me to pray for him. 
When you are on a mission field and as soon as you return, you have such anointing that you have to watch what you say. So he completely recovered from that. So don't feel resentful if God is telling you to do something or to give. He has a plan to open opportunities for you or prevent something. It is an open door for you to receive blessings and an extra protection. Trust him. He is such an awesome God, and I'm running out of time. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Our morning service starts at 1030 a.m., and if you cannot make it, we are live streaming at exactly 11 o'clock. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. And also, just to remind you, we are on Spotify. So continue to share this program with everybody so that we can get the message across. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.